0: Hi, welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate and Property-Based Business Coach, James Short here. You know, sometimes you go through business and we, we have a look in the mirror and we go, wow, you know, sometimes you see this, you like to see the site in the mirror, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you then you open your bank account and you go, wow, how good's that? And other times you go, oh crap, where is it? And that's why I wanted to get this guy online today. Because this guy really knows his stuff when we talk about bank accounts when we talk about you know growing the profitability of your business because this guy if you got you know the, the the questions from uh things like you know where's where's my profit gone how am i how am i scaling my business what's uh i don't pay myself enough i'm not paying myself at all uh i can't get finance for my business i'm not making any profit my business made a loss last year i just focus on top line revenue My folk, my financial reports just confuse me. Well, this is the guy that's going to set everything at ease. Craig Minter is a good mate of mine. He runs a consulting firm, a coaching consulting firm called Mint CD Consulting. Craig's been doing this for a number of years now, really helping businesses to find that profit. Yes, it's there, ladies and gentlemen. It is there within your business, but you need a structure and you need a strategy in order to do that. And Craig is the man that's going to walk us through some of that information today. So let's get him on the line. Craig, really appreciate you being here with us today.
1: Awesome to be here, James. It's um, it's a pleasure to be talking to you again.
0: Excellent, mate. Excellent. So, uh, mate, you've had a, in, a colorful journey and when we chatted a little while ago, sort of, you know, what that journey looks like. But if you want to, I guess, start off with uh, sharing with the listeners some of the things that uh, have got you to where you are today.
1: Yeah. So, I'm a, I'm a CPA accountant. I, I came out of school, jumped into a commerce and accounting degree, uh, followed the a career path of a CPA accountant, which is, you know, into Bit of private business but then ended up in public service public health accounting um, and stepped through management senior management levels there where basically managing the the budgets and the finances and grant applications and tenders and all those types of things for uh, basically business units within hospitals that were hundreds of millions worth of dollars um, and did that process for, for for a number of years, uh, going back 10, 10 odd years I was in that space for and then um, moved off and went overseas and did a bit of work in the UK, again, experiencing different places, different budgets, different types of way people worked. Um, did some work in some charity over there, also worked in some private finance type of areas and then basically I came back to Australia and all these had all these ideas running through my head. All these entrepreneurial ideas of things to start up new businesses, new companies, all those types of things. But I spent a couple of more years in accounting there, and then the opportunity came to say, you know what? What am I actually going to do in my life moving forward? I've always thought, had some of these thoughts about doing some some interesting things around starting my own businesses, and hadn't taken action. And opportunities came, and I went, now's the time to do it. So. I actually had a a few ventures in mind, but one of them uh, was your first venture that I jumped into was actually totally left field from accounting and finance, which is a meditation and mindfulness business around helping people with tinnitus uh, and ear condition, sort of manage that condition. Um, And that business was Amazing! It taught me so many lessons, and we got a lot of great social awareness, social traction. But the reality was, it didn't produce the cash flow I needed to to survive. And and at the time, had a pregnant wife, and the reality came: I really need to get get your money into into our lifestyle. And so I took a step back and went, "Yeah, I can keep working on this, mindfulness business, and work on that on the side." Um, but Went to back to my, my roots of accounting roots and all the lessons that I've learned through starting up this other business and combining that with my accounting background around systems, processes, finances, those types of things to put together a consulting um, business, which is basically where I am today. And the the, the latest evolution of that is very much the, the profit first methodology, which is a uh, is something that has been added to the consulting that i offer and it's all very much a, a very clear structured simple process to help businesses really make sure that they do take the the profit out of the business that you mentioned earlier on in the call
0: fantastic so if you i mean that's it a, that's a, it's interesting i always love to hear that journey because a lot of snippets come out from the lessons from that journey to obviously shape us to where we are today um if you look at i guess the stuff that you're working on today and you mentioned profit first what can you give us a sort of snapshot of of who you're working with and and what are you dealing with what are some of the challenges that you see some of the people come to you with um as of today
1: yeah basically the type of business i'm working with at the moment is very much that that business that they're on this, this growth cycle and they're, they're making lots of money. They're getting lots of revenue into the business, but they're wondering where is that cash? Where Where's the actual money? My expenses are going up at the same rate that my revenue is going up. And, basically all I've really done is create an extra headache for myself and I'm not actually getting any any extra cash in my pocket so that's a that's a typical the main sort of business it's one that has that cash flow issue and many small businesses have that cash flow issue it's it's the the type of business that you know the the owner is generally brilliant at what they do they're they're the technician they're the the personal trainer the gym owner the printer and they're brilliant at that. And I see them. I talk to them. I go, "Wow, what you're doing is amazing." But then they don't have the the back end understanding, the the knowledge around the business activities, the finances, the the financial reports are uh, uh, are another language that makes them really difficult to understand. And they don't have the time or energy to understand those financial reports and they're managing their finances by looking at their bank balance. Uh, And that's basically the the common question I ask people is how often do you read your financial reports? And if I get somebody saying a month, monthly, then I'm like, Oh wow, that's pretty good. But virtually every single business owner looks at their bank account every single day to make their decisions on how they're um, going to spend
0: that money. So true. And, and I guess there's a lot of people out there listening to this, nodding their head. So if they're, you know, listening to this on a, on a, on a walk or in the car or wherever you're listening to this, if you're nodding your head, and if you're listening to this right now, and if you check your bank account on a daily basis and only read your reporting, if at all monthly, then, uh, then stay tuned. So if you want to just explain to, to us on a, on a briefly around that whole, um, that whole methodology of, of looking at that, that profit first and looking at some of the things that you help to solve these problems. What, what are some of those strategies?
1: Yeah. So the, the first strategy is very much what the the title of it recommends and it's profit first. And what it's actually based around is saying, well, you're, you're the owner of the business, you're invested all this time, energy, expertise in getting this business off the ground, you need to get some financial reward for that from that. And it's no different to if, you know, you've you've got, you know, a couple of thousand dollars sitting there and you go and invest shares in some of these large corporations and you expect to get a return on that because you've invested your, your energy and research, you've invested your hard earned dollars in that and you expect to get the dividends out of that and so the profit first methodology is very similar to that just for a much smaller business and so it's very much about saying well every piece of revenue that comes into the business we're actually going to take a small percentage of that and put it into a separate bank account and so people can basically get started from the very next deposit that they get into the business by going up opening up a new bank account and put one percent of every uh, a, a amount that comes into the, into that profit account. By doing that, what you're actually then doing is saying, well, yes, i have put your money aside for profit. That's your reward for being the owner. But then also you, you're you now left with you have to run the business off 99% of what you were previously. And by doing that, it's a very behavioral and psychological approach to managing your money if I've only got 99% of the, the money left, then I'll make it happen. And it's if I've only got that mu- amount of money in my bank account, I'll look at it and go, and that's it's how we then become, you're basically forcing innovation on yourself, the creativity. Uh, a lot of people, you generally say, I, I'm not a creative person, I can't think of all these ideas, but you generally find a way.
0: <laughs> it's becoming resourcefulness, isn't it? <laughs> very, very much so. I like how you've actually... You know, there's a really strong dovetail of, of even your, your previous business of, you know, the, the mindfulness and, and meditation into the whole, because the language you're using, the change of behaviors, the changing of the mindset into now running a profitable business or running your business to become profitable. Um, obviously, that's had some challenges along the way, both, you know, you, yourself personally. Um, and I always like to go a little bit personal. What's sort of some of those challenges that you've, come up against. you've come through the other side but has really have shaped you to to where you are today
1: yeah very much so it's that starting starting two businesses now from from scratch there's there's no template there's nothing there and yes you can read a a lot online but until you do it there's so many challenges and yeah basically the biggest challenge for me was that no cash flow um and again i wasn't i wasn't paying myself a, a wage at that point at that point i was definitely not aware of the Profit First methodology and I wasn't taking any profit from the, the limited revenue that we were getting. And yeah, having having come from a six-figure accounting career where money came and money went and everything was all okay, it was very much a shock to the system. I was relying uh, and our family was relying on my wife who uh, was working full-time at the time. Um, and and the big challenge of that is just I guess it's that the whole change of where I'd come from and just I'd never had experienced that not having a cash flow and then also sitting there going well I'm no longer the breadwinner around sometimes for males that can be challenging um, and it can be difficult and so very much taking a, a step back and going well this is okay but how can we we make that work and the second biggest challenge for me is definitely around the the, the next stage of that was the. My wife got pregnant around that time and we had a little boy and he's a, he's a couple of years now, a couple of years old and the the day-to-day challenges of, and I don't like to use the word balance per se, but I think it's a term that everybody understands um, where, you know, you're trying to create a, a business, there's work that needs to be done and it's it's just a constant ebb and flow of, of what's working, what's not and you want to part of the reason for me for starting a business was being able to give myself the flexibility. But then also that's a bit of a double-edged sword of, yes, you do have flexibility and there's been some amazing stuff that I would never have been able to do or be a part of, both helping through some difficult times, through some health issues that the, the little guy had, um, but also being there for, for the the illuminating highs as well. So it's, it's a constant day-to-day challenge, that one of, of being able to manage that.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I, I hear you loud and clear on that one. But <laughs> There's also been some amazing wins that you've had along the way, along your journey. What are some of those wins that you're most proud of that you could beat your chest with to go, you know what, I'll, put my, I'll claim that one and I'm happy and proud of it?
1: Yeah, there's, there's probably two clear ones that stand in my mind, James, and um, the, the first one was the first consulting client that I got. Um, it was, I'd, I'd been in a mastermind group and I'd, I'd let them know, look, change in direction, change in tact. I'm going to start a consulting uh, firm. And somebody within that group said, that sounds exactly what I need. And I went, I was hoping you might say that. And uh, <laughs> and because I had thought the same thing, I could probably help this person quite a bit. Um, and so I started working with this lady. And within the first month, we'd, we'd been through the whole you know, working through the vision and where her business was headed. And I already had a bit of a background on her business. And I think it was the, the third session we sat down and we actually stepped through, she's a manufacturer, and we stepped through that process of, okay, what do you do now? What's next? What's next? And we just basically mapped out the the whole workflow. And at the end of it all, I just sort of said, well, where's the roadblocks? And there was one clear area that was just taking up a lot of the time. And a lot of people were funding, uh, staff were coming back to her. and I said. How about we just set up this really simple process at this point and just say, how about at the end of each day, you just do XYZ? We put a little traffic light system, we go green, orange, red. This means that. Your staff just actually go there first before contacting, before having to knock on the door and interrupt your workflow and your time. I said, give that a go for for the next week. Let me know how that goes. And um, I've, I've walked back into the office. And I looked around the office, and it was already looking different. She'd reconfigured a number of things. And I'm like, "Wow, what's going on here in this little awesome place?" And she's come running over to me, Craig. This is amazing. You wouldn't believe how good this is. Uh, and I was like, "Stop, so then she took me into the storeroom and showed me the system they'd set up. And she's like, "Craig, this has just been mind-boggling." And I said, oh, "Okay." So she sent me three hours at working, and and as we, we talked, I, so I asked, well, how much time do you think this is saving you? And she said, oh, it's probably saved me one to two hours. And I'm like, oh, cool, one to two hours per week. That's pretty cool. That's good. And then she's gone, per day. I went, <laughs> wow. And that was when I guess my jaw dropped and I went, wow, I can really have some massive impacts on people's time at the end of the day their profitability because you do the quick maths on that and we quickly worked out in time saved, you know, it was 70 or $80,000 worth of time saved where she could then focus on generating revenue and the more value add rather than dealing with these questions. So that was a massive validation of what I set out to do was there was legs in it. Um, And the second one was, Last year, I won an award, which was a Networker of the Year Award for a networking group that I, was, uh, that I am a part of. And it was something that I'd made a commitment to at the start of the year of um, going to these networking events and having a, having a process where I went, I'm just gonna help as many people as I can, and that will in turn come back and, and pay me dividends in the, in the long term. And so I'd set up a process of going, well, I'm gonna give a, out a couple of referrals no matter what to people and whether that was direct referrals or whether it was information resources knowledge for people to grow their business and the the networking group and the leader of the group talked about oh we're gonna have a network of a year at the end of the year I'm like oh cool this is pretty cool I'm, I'm doing this process and and how it worked It's like okay and that just spurred me on to do even more of it which was brilliant for the people around me at the at the time and I basically set in a process that every time I was driving to the, the networking event, it's like, who's, who's likely to be there today? Who am I going to give some information to? Who can I connect? What can I do there? Um, and I just found it a really productive and valuable experience of doing that. And um, yeah, and uh, wonderfully at the end of it, I, I got I did get the award for being the Networker of the Year. And it's an interesting one because as I got towards the end of the year, I was like, no, I said to the wife, I said, that's, that's that's really cool, it's good, but that's uh, kind of what you do. And she's like, she said, Craig, stop, take a step back. You put a lot of work and effort into that. Like, yeah, I guess I did. Uh, and it's, I guess it's also had that reflection of being able to stand back and go, no, that was, that was pretty good. So, um, yeah, two big wins.
0: And also the wife to really stop and, 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 yeah. and, and remind us of these things a lot of the time, <laughs> which, <Yeah>. is, <laughs> which is always a good, good is. point is yeah. very valuable point. Yeah. Just to stop and reflect. Yeah. I want to talk about that first, uh, <clears throat> that first example that you shared with us, that's something that you're really proud of in particular around uh, teams and leadership. Um, You've worked with some, some amazing businesses and you've really helped them to develop their efficiencies and productivity. But what, what do you see as a high performance team? And then how does a leader really help to to lead those teams?
1: Yeah, the the teams for me is very much around, and I equate it to, to sporting teams, having been involved in sporting teams quite a bit. But when I go into businesses, you, you, you can tell the, the dysfunctional teams versus the, the high performance teams around that. And uh, for me, a lot of it is all around being very clear on the, the vision and the direction of the business, what are the goals, you know, in, in a sporting sense, sometimes it's fairly easy. There's a team set up at the start of the year. You want to get to the grand final or the finals or whatever that is. And everybody's kind of on board with that. With a, with a business, there's usually so many more moving parts to that where, you know, some employees are there because they want to get paid or they want career development, or there's just a multitude of reasons. And so for me, it's the, Every business owner has generally the idea, the vision, the goal, the direction of where they want to go, um, but not necessarily everybody's either aware of that and, and or on board with what that is. And so for me, the high performance teams I generally are the ones that they all know what that goal is. They all know where they're headed and they all feel a part of it and so so moving on to that the leadership side of it is very much for me the leaders are the ones that inspire their teams to to go on that journey with them and the 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 people that can sort of really mold the the team and the ideas to show how you're contributing and how you're how you're able to to be a part of that and and for it to really work for for each other i i love a picture that i've got in my mind and I know it's on my my computer here somewhere of the, the picture of the boss who's sitting at their desk and sort of yelling out to everybody to go and do something and then there's all the workers in the line but then there's the, the leader is that person that's out the front of that and it's it's the, the leader that's pulling the team along and it's not necessarily in as much as doing the day to day work but it's the you're in there getting the work done with them and making people clear on 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 where they're headed.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. Now, obviously, there's been, you know, some, some people that have really helped you and, and, and guided you and mentored you and along the way and you've, you know, maybe face to face or maybe in a group or, or maybe just book by books or videos. Who has been some of those mentors that have really shaped you and, and created, helped you along the way?
1: Yeah, in a, in a business sense, I've had a couple in the, in the accounting space early on, but the ones that have really moulded me and, and opened my eyes up to, to so many things is when I first started the, the online business, I went, I'm, I'm an accountant, so I think I know a bit, but then I did a little bit of reading and I'm like, I know nothing in myself when it comes to certain parts of the business, the marketing and the, mm. uh, all these things that I wasn't sure on and I joined a group. Called Business Blueprint at the time, and uh, run by Dale Beaumont, and that opened up my eyes massively. And again, it was a part of a, a brilliant community of like-minded business owners who are all learning about the about all the different aspects to to business. And I I look back on that, and I went I learned as much, if not more, in that twelve months uh, than what I did in doing some of my uni degrees. Uh, I felt at the time because I learned so much from that. Um, and more recently, I'm a strong believer in you have to continual education and evolution and growing and learning. Otherwise, if you're not doing that, you're standing still. And so, right now, I'm a part of two sort of mentoring setups, and one being Michael Griffiths in the referral marketing guru um, around collaborations and referral marketing and building referral teams. And again, that's just been so powerful and valuable for, um, learning the art of starting conversations and showing that, you know, if, you, if you're making these conversations, you can make great connections, great networks. Um, and the other one is uh, Profit First Australia, basically being a part of the, being a Profit First professional. We have ongoing training, education and mentoring. So uh, Australia has recently got their own Profit First headquarters, which has only just sort of come about. And so, the, the the head of that Laura Elkashi. I'm basically mentoring with her on a weekly basis to make sure I'm updated on all the latest methodologies, profit ideas, ways of working, adding value to businesses and basically gives me a bouncing board that I can work through if I've got any queries around my clients, I can um, I have that really close connection and a working relationship with
0: that. Fantastic. If that was fantastic, I mean it's so good to hear that you know, you, you you're leading, but you're also being helped a, a, along the way, which is so I think so important for for coaches, consultants, trainers out there that they've also got their own support network as well. If you were to give, if you were to give like three pieces of advice to the listeners out there around what you do on a on a day to day basis, what would those three pieces be?
1: Yeah, the first one, first bit of advice would definitely be the the pay your profits first. Uh, it's basically. Having that that conscious mindset that you've you've created a business, you've set up the risk, you need to be able to pay yourself, whether it's in profit or uh, an appropriate wage for what you're actually doing. can't highly recommend that enough. Um, the, The second one is very much being more mindful of the spending habits as well, of being understanding of what's going in and out of the business. And a simple question you can ask yourself is, do I really need to spend that money today? Do I need to buy that new laptop today? And the answer is, actually, I don't need it today. Okay, put it off another day. And you'll find yourself starting to kick the can down the road a little bit. I, maybe I don't really need to make that piece of expenditure. And then wait, two weeks later, yeah, like, then you've forgotten about it. Yeah, <laughs> I actually don't need to spend that right now. Um, yeah. And the third piece is definitely around the, the education. Be open-minded. Continue to educate yourself get mentors uh, and just associate yourself with like-minded business owners that want to grow and evolve.
0: Beautiful. Fantastic. So, so what's coming up for you and how can the audience find out more? Yes. What's coming
1: up for me uh, over the next couple of years is just very much trying to touch as many people as you can with the profit first methodology and introducing people to it. Um, It's yeah, it's something that I do believe so passionately in it that it, is, um, it can set people on the path of out of entrepreneur entrepreneurial poverty. Um, so yeah, I'll be growing my own teams over the next little bit because I can just see how much traction that that is going to get. Um, and as far as yeah, getting in touch with me, the the best place to, to go is to mintcdconsulting.com.au So that is M-I-N-T-S C-D Consulting and also the main two platforms I use to, to share the message around profitability is via my LinkedIn profile. So feel free to, to look me up there and um, send me a connection request. I'm more than happy to connect and collaborate
0: Excellent. Well, go and check it out on LinkedIn, Craig Minter, Craig, C-R-A-I-G, Minter, M-I-N-T-E-R. And uh, go and check out his website as well. Craig, really appreciate your time, energy and expertise, mate. You always love talking to you and uh, really appreciate it.